baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It is 9.35. Total Information AM continues. I'm Debbie Monterey along with Tom Ackerman. Republicans have made drag shows a major issue both nationally and in Missouri where several bills have been introduced. One would ban drag performances on public property or anywhere children could see it. Another would require any business hosting a drag show to be labeled a sexually oriented business. Here is Missouri Attorney General Andrew Bailey on KFTK Radio yesterday. 10, 11, 12-year-olds at a drag show, and, and clearly the district doesn't think it's a big deal. But what they're missing is that the drag show is inherently sexual. And we have statutes on the books that guide how human sexuality is to be taught. And we know that a drag show is an outward expression of a desired inward sexuality. It is inherently sexual. The, the, the performance emphasizes sexual characteristics. So it doesn't matter if it's G-rated or R-rated. A drag show was inherently sexual. Joining us now is Jordan Braxton. She is vice president of Transparent, the director of diversity, inclusion, and outreach for Pride STL, and a drag performer for several decades. Good morning, Jordan. Good morning. How are you? Good. Um, Drag performers have been around forever. Uh, It seems lately that we're acting like you know, it's a new thing. But what is your reaction to the attorney general and others saying that drag shows are inherently sexual and that children need to be protected from them? Um, I don't know what drag show they've been to, but we have a variety of drag shows. First of all, when I did a, a podcast about two weeks ago, I talked about this very same thing. And I said, um, law- lawmakers think we're stupid. Like they don't know. We don't know how to censor ourselves when there's children around. We don't know what is appropriate for when kids around. Um, most drag queens that I know are, um, they have jobs. We all have jobs. We know how to conduct ourselves in public. We know how to conduct ourselves around children. So myself, for instance, um, I think these bills are absurd because um, when I perform at different pride events and there's children there, I'm Disney dieta during the day. And I know that because I am a mature adult who knows how to conduct herself in public. So, yeah, I have Disney Dieta during the day when there's kids around, and I also have, I'm not going to lie, there's also Dirty Dieta when I'm in the club doing shows and things. Jordan, you've also been very present. You were in Jefferson City when the House General Laws Committee was hearing these bills. Uh, What did you tell lawmakers? I told lawmakers, you're taking away a parent's right. If a parent wants to bring a child to a drag show, that's okay because... You're teaching diversity. You're showing that people are different. You're showing that 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 drag queens are normal. Or we're, people sometimes forget that we're human beings, and it's a creative expression. It's an outlet. Um, do I live my life in drag? No, I live my life as a trans woman, and that's a whole different topic we got into last Tuesday when I was in, in Jeff City. But we are here. It's entertainment, and sometimes they forget. Like Debbie said at the beginning of it, like drag has been around forever. They forget that. Back in um, Elizabethan time and doing Shakespeare and even doing um, some shows, 
earlier shows that women were not allowed to participate in theater. So all the women's parts were played by men. So would you take not take kids to the theater? Can they not go see Peter Pan? Because most Peter Pan are played by women, such as Mary Martin and Kathy Rigby. Um, so you're eliminating more than just drag shows. What did they say, those that were testifying for the bill in Jefferson City? You're listening to them. What did you hear from them? Oh, they just, how how um, sexual it is and how absurd it is and how um, sexually charged it is. Not all drag shows are like that. I don't know. And one of the uh, persons said, one of the legislators asked the um, introduction of the bill, had they ever been to the drag show? And they said, no, they've only seen it on video. Well, of course, you can edit video or just show what parts of the drag show you want to want to see. So unless you've been to a drag show, and not just one drag show, but a drag show where kids are, are present, then sometimes you shouldn't say anything until you have all the evidence. And um, one of the things that I noticed when I was there in Jefferson City, when um, the head of the committee asked for whoever is to here to support the bill, there was no one. No one came to support um, um, House Bill 494 and 498. There was no one there to support it. And Chris Sanders, who is, a, who is the uh, Republican representative that co-signed the bill, um, I talked to him because I've known Chris for almost 20 years, and I would, didn't even know he had co-signed the bill until I got to Jeff City. And we were talking, and somebody said, you know, your friend Chris co-signed this bill. And I was like, what? Chris, come here. So Chris and I sat down and we talked. I said, Chris, you've been to my shows. You know what this is like. You know they're, they're not, our drag shows are not how they say they are and how they're portraying it. And um, he took his name off the bill. So when the bill came up and we said, look, there's no one here to um, support this bill. And even one of the co-sponsors took their name off the bill. So that right there should show you this bill should die in this committee. Why do you think this has suddenly become a big issue? Because it's not just in Missouri. It is around the country, kind of, I guess, part of our new culture wars. Because old white men want to tell everybody what to do. <laughs> that I hate to say that, but that's what is true. Look look what happened with Roe the Wade. What, every, they all want to control what everyone else is doing. I, me, I just live my life. I am me who I mean. I'm not out here hurting anybody. I'm not doing anything I'm not supposed to be doing. It's just people are just living their lives. I mean, let women uh, be in control of their bodies. Let drag queens fulfill for kids. Let parents take their children to get um, gender-affirming drugs that they need to. Let people live their lives and stop trying to be in everybody's business. As we say in my culture, get your own business. It could get serious, though, because uh, the new attorney general for Missouri has only been on the job for maybe a month, and he's clearly made this a big issue. He's talked about it a lot. And in the case of the Columbia School District, which um, he's saying that they took, you know, they took students to a drag show, it was an MLK event that happened to include one one act at the end that was uh drag queens. But um, he is saying that transporting students to drag shows likely violate state law. So he's starting to get serious. Well, they always want to bring up drag queens and trans people when it's uh, uh, politically beneficial for that person. I mean, like we said before, drag has been around for years. And to lump drag queens in with um, 
um, stripper clubs and places where drag queens perform in stripper clubs and places like that, then you're going to eliminate, you won't be able to have pride events. You won't be able to have um, any kind of story time at libraries. It says, well, any public place where kids might come, kids might come anywhere, you know? So, uh, like I said, no pride parades, no pride events, no um, story time for kids. Um, so the, the bill is doing a lot more harm than it's doing good. You're, they're trying to eliminate basically a sector of the LGBTQIA community. And personally, I refuse to be erased. I will not be erased. Jordan Braxton is the director of Diversity, Inclusion, and Outreach with Pride St. Louis, Pride STL. Thank you very much for being with us today. We appreciate it. Thank you for asking me. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.